Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit is fed, where my faith grows stronger, and where I learn how to be an overcomer. Regardless of what you may be dealing with, it's possible to overcome it. It's possible to be victorious not uh, in your own strength necessarily, but for sure with the Lord's help. And uh, the reason we have faith school is because faith must be fed and exercised. Jesus said, man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And that's why uh, we shouldn't just, uh, you know, glance at the scripture once in a while. We should treat it like our daily food. And we should endeavor to, to feed our spirit on a pure, um, you know, unaltered, uncontaminated word of God. The scripture said in Romans 10, 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So uh, it's not this unknowable mystery how to get faith. The Bible tells you it comes by hearing what he said. Faith, you know, faith in me would come from getting to know me and hearing what I said. Could you trust what I told you? Well, faith in God is from getting to know him and hearing what he said. And you can trust what he says. He has never lied ever. It is impossible for him to lie or be unfaithful or untrue. But uh, the world around you is full of lies and corruption and deception. And there's so much that people believe. Oh, they, they completely are convinced of it, but it simply is not true. It's not true. And when you build your life on things that are not true, it's only a matter of time until when you go to depend on it, it's going to crumble. It's going to fall through on you. But... Putting your, uh, your faith on being a doer of God's word, the Lord said, is like building your house on the solid rock. Hallelujah. And when the winds blow and the, and the waves come and the flood comes, it won't knock you down. When it's all over, you'll still be standing there. Hallelujah. With the victory, be showing that you are the overcomer that God has made you to be. Get your Bible, get something to make a note with. Come on into the classroom. We've saved you a seat right up here in the front. Put everything off, uh, pause it for now, and give this your full attention. And let's believe the Lord together for answers for, for today, for now. Father, we thank you so much for your goodness, for your graciousness, for your faithfulness to us. We, we seek you and ask you for this day our daily bread. And we reach out to you uh, for answers and for help in the time of need, confessing that you are 
the gracious God. You are the good God. You are the faithful God. And we do rely on you. Thank you for answers and help today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Would you look please in the scriptures in Mark, the seventh chapter in the New Testament for some uh, weeks now. We have been on a series that we're calling Faith for Healing. Faith for Healing. And how do you get faith for healing? Well, faith in God comes by hearing what He said. Faith for healing comes from hearing specifically what He said about healing. In Jesus' ministry, there were tens of thousands of peoples healed and more. I mean, masses of people were healed. And yet, as far as who they were, what was wrong with them, and specifically how they received, there's only about 20 individual accounts that give us detail. And so uh, why are these recorded when, you know, John said uh, in, in the writing of John that he supposed that if everything the Lord said and did was recorded, not even the world itself could contain the books that should be written. So there's a vast amount of things that the Lord said and did that we don't have recorded. But why these? These are hand-picked by the Holy Spirit because uh, they cover every situation, every combination, in every generation. And so it will benefit us greatly to take the time and, and dwell on these and look at every phrase and every word and see, because how many know God is, has not changed? Uh, he's the same, right, all the time. And He's no respecter of persons. So what He did then, He's still doing today if we'll do what those successful people did, right? Successful in faith, I'm saying. In uh, Mark uh, 7, we're looking now at the 11th account in our study, the healing of the deaf man with the speech impediment. In Mark 7, this uh, happened uh, right on the, uh, the end of the account of the woman, uh, the Canaanite woman, the Syrophoenician woman's daughter was healed. And, and verse 30 ends with that. Verse 31 says, again, departing from the coast of Tyre and Zidon, uh, Jesus came into the Sea of Galilee through the midst of the coasts of Decapolis. I'm seeing, the more I, I read the Scriptures and study the Scriptures, you have to stir yourself up not to just uh, kind of brush past details. For instance, here it says, it tells where he came out of. Well, uh, we know that region of Tyre and, and Zidon and um, the Syrophoenician, the Canaanite woman that we studied uh, previous couple of weeks, she was, you might call, an unbeliever. She was not somebody that had become a Jewish proselyte. And so there was Baal worship. There's all kind of abhorrent things that's going on in her home country. The Lord's letting you know, uh, the Spirit of God's letting you know, that the Master's coming out of that area into the Sea of Galilee through the midst of the coasts of Decapolis. Uh, now Decapolis literally means uh, ten cities. 
ten, it was a, a, a area that these ten cities uh, encompassed, and also they worked together, these ten cities, on some things. And when the scripture mentions that, it is not just for uh, needless you know, information. How many believe every word is inspired and, and everything is significant? So why, anytime you see something like that, you should ask yourself, why is he telling us this? You know, why do I need to know about these 10 cities? <laughs> it's too easy just to assume, well, I don't need to know. Let's skip to the, the fun parts, you know. No. <laughs> no, if you do, you'll miss something. What will happen is if when we ignore one portion of Scripture, invariably you'll get to another part and you'll have questions. <laughs> and you'll go, well, how come this? And, and if you could listen to the Lord, he'd say, well, if you'd have been paying attention <laughs> earlier, <laughs> you, would, you would already know why. Because the Lord's not trying to hide things from us. And he gave us these things to reveal and, and give us a full understanding what he wants us to know. It says, And they bring to him one that was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. We'll talk more about that later, but it didn't just say that he was, uh, couldn't speak, but he had an impediment. And they beseech him to put his hand upon him. Now we've seen that uh, numerous other times, that they besought Jesus to touch him or to put his hand on him. And he took him aside from the multitude. Now this is something that we haven't seen in the previous cases. And we're going to actually see this again in the next case. A similar thing to this happened. But why would he do that? And we're going to get into some detail about that. But he took him aside from the multitude, put his fingers into his ears, and he spit and touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened, be opened. And straightway his ears were opened. Be opened. You know, um, that's reminiscent of Genesis. Because, uh, uh, you know, the King James will say that God spoke and said, let there be light. Well, that's King James. Really, a more accurate uh, description or expression would be, light be. Light be. And that little two-letter word, be, is a creative word. When the Lord says something be, we might say become. Become. Well, when the Lord said that in Genesis repeatedly, uh, things came into existence that, had not, that did not previously exist in this material realm. It came into being. And what we see here, people read sometimes these things and they go, well, really? I mean, that sounds like sorcery. That sounds like fantasy, you know, abracadabra. You know, Zappo become. Well, it doesn't do away with the real just because you've gotten your mind entangled in some goofy fantasy stuff. 
No, this existed long before anybody ever thought about any sorcery <laughs> or any fantasy. Uh, this is how God created, the scripture says, everything that you see came into existence through God's faith and through his words. Everything has been brought into existence by the word of God out of things you cannot see. Didn't say he made it out of nothing. He made it out of things that you can't see with a physical eye. It shouldn't shock us that there are things existent that we can't see. I mean, just, just studying the natural world, there are spectrums of light beyond our field of vision. They're there. Some animals can see them, <laughs> right? They just their eyes are different. Same thing with what you hear. Same thing with what you smell. Same thing with what you touch. Anybody that imagines that if my five physical senses can't detect it, it doesn't exist, that's just being stupid. That's just being ignorant, right? I mean, that means you can't even read, right? <laughs> because, I mean, science, natural science has already proven there's a whole spectrum of things that you can't detect. With our, we have a, a, a scope of detection. And anything beyond that, well, those who study physics and those who study space and the universe and all these things, even they are beginning to agree with some things that the scripture has said. They keep talking now about there's, there's something you can't see. There's a whole lot of something you can't see. <laughs> You're right about that. You are right about that. And all I'm saying is God uh, brought everything into, into being by a spoken word. If we believe that, we understand that, it shouldn't be a thing thought too amazing to us that Jesus could speak to this uh, person's ears and his tongue and say, be opened. Hallelujah. And that something that was created with faith and words, why wouldn't it respond to faith and words? Why couldn't it be corrected with faith and words? Hallelujah, it can. I said it can. It did, and it can today. It can today right here in the classroom. It can where you are. If you dare to speak faith-filled words. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus spoke to the wind and the waves and he said, peace, be, there's that word again, be still, be still. And they obeyed him. I mean, the wind quit blowing and when it quit blowing, of course, the, the waves calmed down. Uh, just said out loud, peace, peace. Be, still. be still. You know, you can, you can do that talking to your troubled mind, to your troubled emotions. I believe somebody needs to do it today. Go ahead and just put your, put your hands on your head and say it out loud, peace, peace. To, my mind. to my mind. Be still. Be, still. Be, quiet. Be quiet. Peace, peace. To, you. to you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Put your hands on your, 
your, your chest area and your, your stomach area. The Bible talks about your heart. And this is also the seat of what we call our, our emotions and our feelings. Said out loud, soul, soul. Be, at peace. be at peace. Emotions, emotions. Calm, down. calm down. Be at rest. Be at rest. Peace, to you. peace to you in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. One of the most powerful things we can learn is that life and death is in the power of the tongue. Isn't that what the scripture said? Life and death is in the power of the tongue. I know people mock and make fun of it, but there is nobody on the planet that this isn't working for. Nobody. The problem is most people are doing it negatively. They are saying, this never works for me. They're saying, I can't get ahead. They're saying, nothing I ever do works out right. I can't do anything right. Well, you say that for 20 years and see how it goes. Right? <laughs> how about don't? Don't, do, don't say that. If you have been, stop it. Stop it. Faith, the scripture says in Romans 4, calls those things that be, did you know? Be not as though they were. And one of the ways that you call something that is not as, as though it is, you, cause it to, you call it to come into being. If it be not, you want it to be, right? So you call it into being. And so you want to begin to say, like the scripture said in Joel, let the weak say, I am strong. Uh, that's got nothing to do with how you feel or, or any kind of test results or any kind of natural reports. If you felt uh, healed, you wouldn't need to call your body healed. You wouldn't need to believe that you receive healing if you're already experiencing it. Uh, that's where faith comes in. And so... Uh, instead of talking defeat and confusion and sickness and pain and, and doubt, talk faith, talk victory, hallelujah, talk wholeness, soundness, strength, healing. Here's a big one. Call your bills paid. Oh, now see what, see what that does for you. I mean, there's people for the last 40 years. I mean, you know, probably at least once a day, they talk about how they can't pay their bills, how they can never get ahead, how they can never get caught up. And they got four decades of unbelieving, fear-filled words working against their finances, suppressing their finances. Because see, God has a right the Holy Spirit has a right to manifest when you speak faith-filled words. I mean, show up in your life and do stuff. Well, the enemy has a right to manifest, show up in your life and do stuff when you speak fear-filled words, when you speak doubt and unbelief, when you talk death. So no, everybody said out loud, I call every bill paid. I call every bill paid. I call every need met. I call every need met. I call every debt. I 
Paid off. Paid, off. Paid, in full. Paid in full. I confess, I confess my, God my God shall supply, shall supply all, my needs all my needs according to His riches, to his riches in, glory in glory by Christ Jesus. By Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Now this doesn't need to be the last time you say that. The, the, next, the very next time something is trying to tell you, I'm not going to make it, I'm not going to have enough, it's not going to work out, that's when you need to make your tongue do its duty. Right? Put your faith in gear. Put your words in gear and begin to do something instead of just yield to hopelessness and confusion all you got to do to be unbelieving and fearful is nothing. Just wake up in the morning and listen to all the junk that's going on around you and agree with it and say the same thing that most of these other billions of people are saying and you'll have the same thing. You will have defeat and failure and chaos and confusion. Oh, but there is a group. There's an elite group. Part of them's in faith school. <laughs> that have learned and are learning some of the ways of God, learning that we're to be imitators of God as dear children. You won't hear God talk unbelief. You won't hear Him talk about what He can't do and what He can't work out, right? You won't hear Him talk failure, not in His vocabulary. Why? Because he is the Almighty and he functions with this all-powerful faith. And the amazing thing is, every born-again child of God has been given a measure of God's very own faith. Somebody say, I've got some of that faith. The very faith of God. I have a measure of that. Inside me. Now see, that makes you confident. That makes you bold. That makes you have, causes you to have a victorious, overcoming perspective because you, you know a God with whom nothing is impossible and you know even with your own faith, all things are possible to him or her that believes. Can you say glory to God? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. People say, is all that glory to God, hallelujah stuff, is all that necessary? Well, probably so, yes. But, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of it in the Bible, right? So I don't believe it's just unnecessary for the Bible's got a bunch of it. But the issue is, if you get enough joy and victory in you, it'll come out of you. It, you won't have to work it up. It'll come out of you, and you won't wonder why we do it all the time, because you, then you'll be one of us. So, Thank God this, this creative, faith-filled words, uh, have, this has been going on since the creation, that, as far as we know about. And then we see those who walked in miraculous things, that's what they did. And isn't it amazing that this man is deaf? This man is, uh, can't speak or can't speak well or properly. And just like that, no longer than it took Jesus to say, be opened. He can hear. 
and he can speak plainly. Is that true? Did that really happen? Do you, do you believe that? Did that really happen? What caused it to happen? What caused it to happen? It's not just a magical incantation. The reason things seem mystical to us is we just don't understand the principles. I mean, a few centuries ago, people thought electricity was magic and and there was no way to know anything about it, but now it's running our lights and the cameras and, and all of this kind of thing. We, we understand more. It's not, it's not magic. It's powerful. And if you understand the principles by which it operates, you can receive from it and benefit from it. And so that's the, that's the way it is with faith-filled words. That's the way it is with anointing. That's the way it is with laying on of hands. That's the way it is with all the things of God. They're not magic. They're not fantasy. If you understood it, you realize God himself, he could write the equations for you in math. I don't know that you could understand them. But you understand what I'm saying? It's, people talk about science. Oh, we know so little about real science. True science agrees with God. If it doesn't agree with God, it's flawed. It's an error. And that's been through the centuries. People came to believe this and they had theories only later to find out, yeah, that's not right. And so it was replaced with something when it was proven. So uh, you don't have to miss, your whole, miss out your whole life on life-changing power and things because you're you know, in an intellectual who refuses to believe. Accept God, accept His Word, and you can have miracles in your life. I know people scoff and they mock at that, but it's happened in every generation. But if you mock it, it won't happen for you. You'll miss out on it, but it's going to happen for somebody. It's happening for people on the planet, those who don't uh, mock it, those who respect it, and then those who receive it. Go ahead and say it out loud, I believe, I believe in the power of God. I have faith in the Word of God. I believe, I believe in the power of His words and in the power of my words. And I will use them for His glory and our benefit. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. One more thing before where our time is, is ending up again for today. Put your hands on your body again. We, we referred to this, but we didn't act on it. The scripture said, let the weak say, I am strong. So say it out loud right now. I call my body strong. I call my body strong. I call my organs strong. I call my organs strong. My heart. My kidneys, my, kidneys, my brain, my, brain, my, muscles, my muscles, my bones, my, bones, my, whole, body, my whole body, I call strong, I call strong and, healthy and healthy and sound and, sound and, whole. and whole. Be healed, Be healed. In, Jesus name. in Jesus' name. Oh my, somebody received something right then. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Well, our time's up again today, but as you can see, we didn't even get through reading the text here, so come back tomorrow and let's get more into this, 
how this man got healed because God is still doing the same things today. We'll see you very soon right here in Faith School. I've got the victory living inside. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390.